Welcome to I Change the Narrative, a podcast for and about Black men inspiring, supporting, and empowering Black men and Black boys. This episode of I Change the Narrative is sponsored by So Organic, So Suave, also known as Sauce. Sauce is a luxury hair care and skincare refuge for those with thick hair and melanin-rich skin. From healthy beard growth to top of head hair styling to an illuminating skincare regimen, Sauce Essentials will naturally enhance your outer appearance to strengthen your inner confidence. Sauce invites you to accept the authenticity and real self-care and embrace your best. You can find Sauce's award-winning grooming essentials online at sosd.co. Again, that's sosd.co. You can also follow Sauce on Instagram for the latest in product news and updates at sossd.co. Elevate your grooming with Sauce today. For today's show, we are talking about Black men and burnout. Before we start the conversation, I want our guests to tell us about themselves, where you're from, and the work that you're involved in that lends itself to the topic or the lived experience. We're going to start off with Dr. Jason. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be on the show. My name is Dr. Jason Branch. I'm originally from Dayton, Ohio. I'm currently residing in uh, New Jersey. So my background, I'm a licensed professional counselor in private practice. I've been in the profession for 17 years. I love what I do. I'm a therapist who has a therapist and I provide services to people of color, especially black men. Uh, my overall goal is to get more people of color in this profession as counselors, clients, and counselor educators. So that's what I do. That's what I'm about. Um, that's who I am. So we'll talk more uh, as we go through the show. I love Thanks that. No problem. I love that. A therapist who has a therapist. That's good. That's good. And Andre. No, I like that as well. That's 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 dope. I, mm-hmm. I can dig it, man. My, yeah. Pleasure meeting you, my brother. Pleasure meeting you. Same here. Um, absolutely. As for me, I am your rhyming realtor for your dream home when you need to buy or sell. I am the purpose coach for those that feel like they're going through hell. I am the speaker here to motivate, encourage, and inspire. I'm a poet as well, grabbing the mic to spit bars of fire. The book that I wrote is Changing Lives as Well. A servant is what I am on a mission to serve, not sell. When it's all said and done, I help others reach their full potential by helping them find their purpose to find true joy. It is essential. Andre Notice is my name and inspiration is who I be. It's true. I live to give and you will notice me. I love it. I love it. Very creative. Thank you so much. Um, so, gentlemen, I don't think that Black men have been recognized as feeling like they're running on empty because it is simply not discussed or acknowledged in public spaces. So I thought it was fitting that as Black men that you use your knowledge of the Black man's experiences to proactively work against patterns of behavior that benefit from the invisible labor and silence of Black men. So here we are. Um, As I did my research on burnout and Black men, I only found one article. One article. I found several articles acknowledging Black women and burnout, but only one article, and it barely touched on the experiences of Black men. 
So that is why I thought it was important for us to have this conversation because it's simply, again, not talked about. So from your point of view, from your experience, what is burnout? What is burnout? And how can a black man pinpoint or identify when they're at this point? So let's start with what is burnout? Anyone can take it. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and start. Um, when I hear burnout, I think of the will of wanting to continue being diminished. Um, burnout is when you you there are things to be done, but you no longer have the will or the desire to continue to want to do so. So it, it gets to the point to where your your mind may be there possibly, but your body and your emotions doesn't match up to where you wanted to, to, to make those, those necessary steps to proceed. Mm -hmm. So it's to the, it's, it's really mental fatigue is burnout. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, it's where you can't even get yourself to think as to what needs to be done and your mind to actually go there and bring your body there to get those things done. To me, that's what I hear when I hear burnout. I love your definition, Andre. Um, nail on the head, nail on the head. And for me, I use a lot of analogies and how I describe burnout is pouring from an empty cup. Yeah. I have nothing left to give and I'm constantly still giving. Yeah. And a lot of men are constantly still giving and not recognizing they don't have anything left to give because they're on autopilot. And a lot of us as black men, we live on autopilot. We just go, we just do, we don't think, we just respond, we just act. Um, and that is how we're continuously pouring from an empty cup and that's burnout. Mm. I agree. I actually, um, yesterday I did a podcast, I think two days ago and we were, the podcast was actually on self-care and they asked me, what did I think self-care was? And what I did was I grabbed a bottle of water. Literally I grabbed a, grabbed a bottle of water mm -hmm. and I said, self-care is when you take this, you are this, you are this bottle of water. And you keep pouring out. And every time you're pouring out, you're giving more of yourself. And eventually, the water has been evaporated or poured out of the, of the bottle. The bottle is empty, but you're still trying to pour. That's, 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 that's burnout. It comes from a lack of self-care. Mm. That's good. Um, do you think that this burnout comes from, um, comes from, let me see, how should I say this? It comes from, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. It comes from the concept of manning up. I think it comes from multiple levels and layers. You yes. know, culture, identity, the idea of masculinity. I mean, you name it. It comes from a lot of different places. And we're taught it. We, we learn how to do this work from other men, other Black men, fathers, uncles, uh, people in the neighborhood, people in the community, we learn it, we pick it up. And for me, how I describe it is that Superman mentality. We have the Superman mentality where we feel as though we can save the world and we will try. We will die trying to save the world. But how can I save the world if I'm not willing to save myself first? Yep. So a lot of us, we don't know how because we haven't been taught and we're not in encouraged to do so. And that's why we continue this pattern of us burning out. Mm. Where does this appear? Tell me where does where can burnout appear? Because it doesn't just happen in the workplace. No, yeah, burnout. Can. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Andre. I'm no, sorry. You, you can be burnt out at home with your family. Mm, say it. 
Yeah, I mean, the workplace is one place, but you can actually come home from work and still be burnt out. I know of individuals that get off of work and try to find to go somewhere else to go because they're not even happy about going home. Mm-hmm. It comes from a lack of, so as, as Dr. Branch has just stated, burnout comes from multiple areas. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes from lack of self-care. It comes from a lack of peace. It comes from having a mindset that I must continue to do things regardless of how I feel. Um, it comes from so many different areas. How many times have you heard the saying, I'll sleep when I die? Mm. That's I that's a false narrative. You should never have that mindset that I'll sleep when I die. Um, I believe, me personally, I'm a, I'm a faith-based individual. Mm-hmm. And if, if you are a faith-based individual and you do believe what the Bible says, the Bible says that God created the world in six days. Mm-hmm. But there were seven days. So what did he do on the other day? He rested. So if God him, God Almighty himself rested and I'm only human, don't you think that I deserve rest as well? Yeah, I, I think it's um, that belief system, the belief system of, you know, I'll sleep when I die. It's a belief system that's passed down from generation to generation to generation. You know, fathers teach it to their sons and their sons teach it to their sons. And that's how we get into this pattern. And, and for me, um, going back to that question, where can we be burned out in every area of life? So if I'm burned out at work, I work a job that I hate. Uh, I'm not making the money I want to make. I'm not happy. I'm not successful in my mind, what I'm doing. Burnt out at home, within my marriage. Burnt out. I'm done. I'm burnt out with my kids. I'm burnt out with family. I'm burnt out with friends. I'm burnt out with me. And for a lot of Black men, they're burnt out in several different areas and don't know it because they're still going along to get along. Yeah. And the reality is many of us wear the mask and we wear the mask very well. You wouldn't even know that we're burned out because we don't show that because we were also taught not to. So mm-hmm. even when I'm tired, I'm exhausted. I don't have anything left. I'm still showing up and still showing out because that's what I was told to do. Yeah. Wow. Agreed. You said burnt out with me. That is a different perspective. What does that feel like? What does that how, how did you come up with that burnt out with me? So it's the exhaustion. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> That's basically what it is. I'm t- sick and tired of being sick and tired of all. And if I'm not, as Andre mentioned, if I'm not taking care of myself, if I'm not practicing self-care, I begin to be resentful towards me. And if I'm resentful towards myself, I find ways to cope. Drugs, alcohol, sex, women, pornography, you name it. I find different ways to replenish myself. Money. Um, you, you name it. And to me, that doesn't fulfill us because it's surface base. It's external. Yes. Self-care is the internal work that a lot of us men are not doing because we don't know how and it's not encouraged. Mm-hmm. So for many black men, a self-care looks like the weekend or vacation. But that's at the end of you giving all of yourself. And a lot of times, even though the idea of me getting rest on the weekend is actually recovering from the week. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing from the both of you that burnout can be physical, emotional, and mental. Let's talk about, um, because you guys are hitting some things, but I want to talk about those physical symptoms. Help our Black men recognize this is where I am in this stage of physical symptoms. So one of the symptoms can be, I'm not saying every case, but one of the symptoms can be 
how difficult is it for you to get out of bed in the morning? Mm. Like, are you are you snoozing 10 times and even then it's still hard for you to get out of the bed? That's one indication. Um, another indication is, are you constantly saying things like, is it Friday yet? <laughs> you're living you're literally going through the week just because you can't wait to get to the weekend mm. that's good assuming, absolutely assuming that you work through and during the week that's good that's that's another indication of burnout um it's 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 one of those things and you can't look at it like it's a you can't look at burnout like a muscle like if you just keep on going and going and you tire that muscle up, it's going to strengthen up and now you're good to go again after you replenish. No, you have to replenish. You have to take some time to yourself and replenish. Some other examples as well is appearance. My parents were not looking like we normally do. Haven't had a haircut or don't really get haircuts, not really shaving, not, not putting clothes on, not really caring about my appearance. I just show up. Um, Similar to what Andre mentioned, you know, if if anyone says, you know, there's just not enough time in a day, there's not enough time. I, I don't have enough time. Last time I checked, we all get 24 hours. How come you don't have enough time? It's because I'm not setting healthy boundaries. Yes. I don't have the ability to say no. I'm saying yes to everything. I'm being everything to everyone. Mm-hmm. Another example, uh, coping, unhealthy coping strategies. You know, for many of us, started the, uh, the pandemic, we might have had a, a glass of wine. Now we had a bottle. So it's success. We're, we're, we're using an access. So if it's alcohol, marijuana, drugs, uh, sex, these relationships, unhealthy relationships, all of these things happen as a result of this burnout. So we don't see it. Other people may see it, uh, but we may not see it for ourselves. Eating habits or eating patterns. I'm overeating. I'm undereating. Uh, yeah. As Andre mentioned, I'm not getting out of bed. I'm staying in bed longer, later, sleeping in. Like there's so many different examples that we don't even recognize or realize. And the, and the last one, which is really important to me, is we have a short fuse. I get upset quickly or I'm getting angry or I, I kind of pop off, jump off. I say some things I don't normally want to say. Um, that's when I don't have anything left. Mm-hmm. And for example, what just happened recently on the Oscars, Will Smith, that's a classic example of burnout. Yes. Yeah. One yes. of many things. This is, I'm, I don't have nothing left. Yes. So if I don't have anything left, guess what I do? Put my foot up. Put yes. my dukes up. I got to fight this thing out because I don't have any other options. I'm so glad you brought up um, the Will Smith because that's one of the hashtags that I used to promote this show. I felt like just out of nowhere, I just felt it when I was creating the post, Will Smith. I felt like, mm-hmm. you know, I was reading all the comments and I'm like, hmm, maybe he's just tired. How about that? Did we ever examine that he's just tired? Tired of this, tired of that, tired of the comments. You know, excellent point, excellent point. Um, So my question is to you all um, about this burnout. How can black men prepare themselves for, um, and I'm talking about the workplace right now, going into a new job? I think there's important questions to ask during the interview, such as, um, you know, PTO and what is your rewarding, your reward system. So let's talk to our black men, um, especially 
our um, millennials, our, our, our 30 somethings about um, what questions to ask, you know, when they're preparing to go into the workplace. So I'll start off. Uh, one of the biggest things I'm a therapist, because that's what I talk about right. is um, asking, do they offer EAP services? And EAP is employee assistant uh, programs, which <laughs> provides therapy services for employees at no cost. So this is using your insurance to get therapy. That's a part of self-care. That's a part of taking better care of ourselves to go to therapy, to experience therapy, to try therapy. So for me, that's the first question. Do y'all offer this? Do y'all offer personal time off or a mental health day, mental wellness day? Are those options available? Um, because a lot of the jobs that we do are intense. You know, that 40, 50 hours a week is nonstop. And if I'm not able to take a day for myself, does my environment or my company support me in times that I need to take off. So to me, that's number one. Uh, what's offered, what's available for me to take care of me, even in this environment. So um, I don't want to speak too much on this because I'm more of the on the entrepreneur versus the employee. <laughs> so I haven't worked for somebody in over 10 years, but um, I had a I had a friend, we had a meeting and she was telling me how um, how she liked working in California. She's a nurse. Mm -hmm. And of course, there are male nurses as well. So she was telling me how she liked working in California because in California, they forced her to take breaks. Like literally, they said, you have to take breaks. You're not allowed to continue working without taking breaks. Mm -hmm. And she said in Texas, that wasn't so. In Texas, it was the opposite. You're forced to keep on working. And I thought that was interesting. Um, just a few miles away is completely different. So my, my point is finding out what is the system that's in place for you to take breaks and what it is that you do. Um, what are what is the structure look like in terms of me having to work beyond what I'm paid to work, beyond the 40 hours or what I'm, that I'm hired for, beyond the 10 hour shifts that I'm allotted for? Um, I, I would say asking those specific questions. Then I would also ask, because another part of self-care um, and taking care of yourself and not being burnt out is being able to, he mentioned a therapist, I would say it's good to even vent with other like-minded individuals that do what you do. Mm -hmm. So what does my personal time look like that I can converse with other individuals that do what I do, whether it be on my phone or other individuals, because that's important as well. Because what happens is if you don't let it out, it stays in. And once it stays in, it manifests in different areas, such as anxiety, such as depression, um, such as disease, everything that's inside comes out outside, good or bad. So all those things are needed and necessary to make sure that you're maintaining that. Help. I like that. Does that apply for entrepreneurs as well, since you both are entrepreneurs um, that burnout? Because, you know, yeah. there's that mentality of E.T., you know, Eric Thomas, you know, I can survive off of four hours of sleep. While you're sleeping, I'm getting it done. That you know, that's his messaging. Um, back in the day, talk yeah. to us about that. Okay, yeah. so here's the thing. Here's the thing. You have to know yourself. <laughs> know yourself. So if Eric Thomas can go off four hours of sleep. That doesn't mean Andre Norris can go off four hours of sleep. Because <laughs> I know myself. If I try to go off four hours of sleep, I'm going to fall asleep at the wheel. Literally. Thank you. So I, you have to know yourself. I have a friend, one of my closest friends, and she's an entrepreneur as well. She's building her business. She coaches like I do. 
And sometimes we'll cr create um, spaces to work together. She's doing her work, I'm doing my work, and we're in the same space. Mm -hmm. And I have to literally tell her, hey, did you take your break yet? Because she would keep going and going and going. She gets tunnel vision and she doesn't see anything else besides what's in front of her. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind her. So if you're if you're that individual, then I suggest you do things such as set a timer on your phone. You have no excuse with this device right here. You have no excuse. So you can put a, a, a you can put a timer on your phone for 40 minutes of work and then 20 minutes of rest. What does that rest look like? It doesn't matter. You can take a nap. I suggest you get up and walk. Preferably yeah. in nature. There are healing properties with being in nature. Yes. Take your shoes off. Feel the grass. Lay out somewhere. Feel the sun. There are healing properties with us being created in, in nature and being in the environment of nature. So, yes, as an entrepreneur, you want to make sure I take naps. I have no shame in my game. I'm 37 years old and I still take naps. Right. I will pull over in a car and take a nap. No shame over here because I know that if I don't take a nap, if I'm not good to myself, I can't be good to anybody else. Mm, that's good. And uh, it, it, although it's true that a, an entrepreneur may possibly work more than an employee, it doesn't mean that they shouldn't take out the time out to set those specific breaks for themselves as well. Mm -hmm. I, I love all of that. I love all of it, even as an entrepreneur. And with that, I, I think what happens with an entrepreneur, we get so caught up on the business that we forget about ourselves. Yep. And in order to manage a business, you have to be able to manage yourself. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness. Exactly what Andre was talking about. I, I need to know myself. I know I need to know what works for me and what doesn't work for me. I may not be able to do the work that I want to do in a certain amount of time or certain days or in the morning or in the evening. I need to know me in order to manage my business and myself as a business owner. For many of us who are business owners, especially people of color, black men, we have this mentality of, you know, go hard or go home. So 99.9% .9 of the time I'm working. And that belief is, you know, I got to get to the bag. The reality is, even when we're not working, we're still working mentally, physically, emotionally. And it's finding that balance because you can go hard in the paint and you can also rest. A lot of us don't know that we can do both. So we in one direction. It's very black and white thinking. And to me, it's OK to live in the gray. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, I need to figure out what works for me and what doesn't as a business owner, because I don't have a structure or routine besides the ones I create within a job or as an employee. There's a system. There's a culture. It's already set. I just fall in line as a business owner. I get to create it. Yeah. So I feel as though it's really important for business owners to create a culture that works for them. And it may not align with anything that's already out there. Yes. And also also think about the word efficiency, mm -hmm. because just because you're constantly working doesn't mean you're getting things done. Just because you're busy doesn't mean you're productive. Right. And I'd rather be productive, productive. Yeah. than busy. You're in business. You should be in business with productivity, not busyness, business, right. not busyness. Right. So the difference is, as Dr. Brands just said about knowing yourself, one thing you have to know about yourself is when is your biological clock actually telling you that I'm awake and alert? For some individuals, they can work all through the night. That's when they get their most work done and they're good to go. Right. For me, 10 o'clock hits, I'm sleepy. My mind isn't thinking about work. I don't want to think about work. I'm going to bed. But once five o'clock, six o'clock hits, I'm I'm alert. 
I get ideas, I get things done. So that's when I should be working. Know what time works best for you and then be and, and then be good to yourself on working during those hours. Don't push yourself beyond those hours because what happens is you're working, but you're not efficient and you're not getting things done at the highest potential that they could be if you were working at your best peak times, peak hours. Mm. That's good. That's good. Um, how do black men avoid the burnout culture? How do they avoid the burnout culture? For me, you have to challenge your beliefs. Mm-hmm. I like to keep things simple. Mm-hmm. The reason um, my, my belief is our belief determines our behavior. So if I believe this go hard or go home mentality, if I believe, you know, I got to get to the bag, you know, I'm, I'm booked and busy. If I believe that, then my behavior is going to follow. And for me, a lot of times we don't challenge our beliefs because we don't invest in us. We invest externally, but we don't do the internal investment. And to me, that internal investment challenge you uh, to, to challenge your own beliefs to figure out what works. And for me, it's finding a balance because I can't do everything. I can't be all to everyone, but we'll try. So if I begin the process of challenging my beliefs, then I can start doing things different. So to break this down and I make it real simple, uh, I think about an equation. It's the most math we're going to do on this show. Uh, two <laughs> yes. plus two is four, right? Everybody agrees with it. It's all the same. It's cool. But what if I said that two plus two is five? It would be a problem. Mm-hmm. The reality is both of these equations, the difference is one is a fact and one is a belief. Mm-hmm. Many of us are entitled to our beliefs, but our beliefs become facts if I hold on to them for so long. Let me give you an example. Many of us, black men and black women, black folks, we have a drawer or a cabinet or closet somewhere that ha- that's designated for drunk, for junk, mm-hmm. things that don't work. You got batteries in there that don't work. You got a TV remote from a TV you don't even own. You got junk in this drawer. And the belief is I'm going to need it one day. The reality is you'll never need it. But the belief is I will need it one day. So if I'm not challenging my beliefs, I'll just keep junk around. That's in my literal home. But imagine the figurative home. Mm. I have junk that I still hold on to and carry. This belief system of team no sleep. It's a belief. So therefore, my behavior is going to follow. If I want to change my behavior, I have to change my beliefs first. Mm, that's good. I, I agree with that 100%. Um, my answer is going to come from a different angle, but I do agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book that I wrote is called Your Purpose is Not for You. Okay. Um, God birthed this book in me. He gave me the title five, six years ago. I didn't write it until last year. That's neither here or there. Just sharing. Um, but good. my point is, <laughs> but my point is, um, the purpose is not for you. So oftentimes we get burnt out because we're, we're doing things that are not designed for us. Mm. We get burned out because we're doing something that has nothing to do with our gifts, that has nothing to do with our strengths. It has nothing to do with anything but the fact that we decided to take that position, that job or start that business, even though it's not where we're supposed to be. So now you're doing something that you don't like. You're not gifted in. So, of course, you're going to be burned out. You didn't want to be there anyway. When you're actually doing something that you're passionate about, that you love, that you enjoy, that gives you fulfillment, you will never be burnt out because it will never feel like work. Facts. Facts. It'll never feel like work. (laughs) When I get to speak, I get energy from doing this. This excites me. I can tell. I went to a real estate, <laughs> I went to a real estate conference 
last year, there were 4,000 realtors. 4,000. Big, humongous stage. All I kept thinking about was getting on stage. Right. Why? Because I'm passionate about it. I'm doing what excites me, what makes me tick, what I was put on this earth to do. When you get outside of that, that's when things go array. And that's when you get burnt out quicker. How many teachers are in the school system? You swear that it's not that they don't like kids. They're not working in their gift. They're not gifted in teaching, but they took the job in the position for a check. Yeah. How many other individuals are doing the same thing because they're focused on pay versus purpose? Mm -hmm. Powerful. Yeah. All right. So here it comes. You're talking about your passion. Help us not to get burnt out in passion because I feel like sometimes I get a little tired and creating the show, producing the show. And then all of a sudden I get the text that says, don't quit. Even though I haven't expressed it, I'm feeling like inside, you know, I don't feel like doing this. Talk to us about that because this is a passion. However, I know now that I need to take breaks every so often in between shows so that I will not burn out. Talk to us about that. I, as I mentioned before, it goes back, well, me and Andre mentioned, it goes back to my self-awareness, understanding who I am and what works for me. When I think about this passion, because I feel the same way Andre do, does, the same way. If you love what you do for a living, you never work. I haven't worked since 2005. Yeah. So if I, if I love it, yeah. this is what I'm doing. And when I think about passion, I think about a marathon. It's not a sprint. I got time. There's a lot you can do on a marathon. You can take a break. You can have a little lunch. You can go to the bathroom. You can take a nap. You can change your shoes. You can do different things throughout this marathon. And to me, when it comes to a marathon, it doesn't end until we end. And we don't end until death. Yeah. So therefore, I have to get out of this mentality. It has to be done now. I have to do it all now because we don't I have the rest of my life, however long that is, to do what I love. And if I love what I do, it's not work. If you ever catch yourself with your passion and you're feeling overwhelmed or it's too much, then you're more than likely doing too much. We also don't know how to delegate. Delegating is really important when it comes to your purpose and your passion. You can be passionate, but we cannot do it all. So give it away. Take a break. Pause. Stop. Vacate. Do something new, different, and uncomfortable. That's how we grow and change. Do something new, different, and un uncomfortable. I have every day, every day, every. And for me, I don't offer any of this stuff without me doing it myself. So every day, I do something new, different, and uncomfortable because it forces me to grow and change. That's What's good. uncomfortable? Taking a break, not yeah. responding to an email, saying the word no. No is a complete sentence. You don't got to explain that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, it. Oh, I love it. I love that's it. easy for. Black men to say, I think, no. Absolutely not. Right. <laughs> no, However, absolutely not. for women, I think that it's a little more challenging for us to say no. I do think that. But I, I, I would agree. I agree. On, on both ends, I think it's difficult for us as Black people, period, to say no. 
-hmm. men and women, because we've been taught our whole lives to say yes, to do, to go, to be our whole lives. Right. So yes, it's difficult to say no. And that's when we have to challenge the belief because you are allowed to say no. I like that. I just, I think that, that I have time is going to heal for whoever listens to this and whoever is listening. I think that I have time. I think I'm kind of delivered and I can think about that and go through the week. I have time. That's so simple, but so powerful. Um, I love it. I have time. I have time. All right. So you all mentioned self-care. Now, self-care to me. Oh, I'm sorry, Andre. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't leave my man out. Don't leave my I'm man sorry. out. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Andre. To add to, add to the I have time, that's a, that's a real statement. But to go with that, still keep in mind that you want to be consistent. You still want to keep moving in progression. Just don't go 100 miles an hour all the time. You can slow down. As long as you're moving in constant progression, that's all that matters. Um, But my answer is going to be different, but I agree 100% with what he just said. For me, it's going to be why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Simon Sinek has a book that says start with why. Before you start any business, any venture, anything, before you start anything, ask yourself, why am I doing this? What is my why? When I when you get up in the morning, why are you getting up in the morning? You got to start with why. If you're doing something that you're passionate about, why did you start it? What is the purpose? What is the overall reason? If you can literally sit down, you should have a mission statement for that, what you're doing. And your mission state should answer your why. So if you ask me, what is my why right now? My why is to retire my mother. That is my why. Mm-hmm. That's good. Once I retire my mother, my next why is going to be so that I can build generational wealth and live abroad. Mm-hmm. Multiple properties all over the world and I can just do what I want to do when I want to do it. Exactly. But I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. So when I get burnt, if I did do, if I do get to the point where I'm doing something I'm passionate about and I, and I feel any kind of way, I go back to, well, why am I doing this? And it should be written down. It shouldn't just be in your head. It should be written down. Right. There's power in the pen. But that's a whole other discussion. That, that's good. There's power in the pen. Yes. All right. So back to self-care. Um, you all mentioned that earlier, self-care. But to me, um, I'm seeing it on social media, Twitter. Everyone's talking about self-care. However, you know, nowadays, it's becoming performative. Talk to us about how not to perform self-care. What do you mean by perform it? It's, perfor- it's now becoming performative on social media. I okay. think, in my opinion, when I read okay. comments, I'm like, performance. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, so that 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 just comes down based on intentions. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing it? Like, are you doing it to show off to other individuals? Or are you doing it because you believe that this is needed and necessary for my own personal growth? Like, for instance, um, there are some individuals that will go out and they will feed the homeless and give money to the homeless and take photos and videos and post it. 
in my mind, it was never about the homeless. It was never about you giving. It was about the show that you wanted to put up to show the other individuals that you're giving. So if it's about the performance, then is why am I doing it? Because nowadays we live in an age where people don't even take trips for the trip. They take a trip for the, for the photo ops. They go out on the trips and they ain't paying no attention to what's going on. They all like this the entire time. Yes. So it all goes down to your intentions. Why are you doing it? Mm. I love it. Andre, you got me cracking up over here. Yes. <laughs> I love yes. it. I'm real, I man. I'm real. It's true. It's true. it's true. I'm annoyed by it. I'm, I, went, <laughs> I went to Mexico. I'll tell you, this girl was on her phone the entire time. I'm like, why are you even here? Yeah. Never, mm. Don't answer that. I know why you're here. <laughs> you're here for social media. Yes. <laughs> so when it comes to self-care from my end, I, um, I believe in creating strategies, systems, um, being effective, being productive, where we can create some tangible ways of practicing self-care. So I designed a self-care model. It's called the ESPM model for self-care. And this model is simple. Uh, it's called ESPM. So emotional, spiritual, physical, mental. That's it from head to toe. How do I take care of my emotional well-being every day? Meaning things that I do intentionally that, that brings joy to my heart. For me, spending time with my son. I love it. Not just being a dad, but just being there with him, his energy, the vibe. It feels good. Bring joy to my heart, knowing I'm providing for, for my son. Mm -hmm. Spiritual, not to be confused with religion, spirituality, religion, two different things. Right. What uplifts my spirit? For me, music every morning. When I get in the shower, I'm listening to something. Gospel, R&B, trap, it don't matter. I'm listening to something because it uplifts my spirit. That's intentional. Right. Yeah. Physical, P, what am I doing? Where am I physically spending my time? Am I always on a Zoom screen, always at the bar, at the club, or pooking them house? Where am I physically spending my time? Yeah. And then M, mental. How do I enhance my mental well-being? Number one, therapy. Mm -hmm. Number two, doing something new, different, uncomfortable. Because once the mind expands, it never goes back to its original form. So if you're working on all four of those every single day, you're making small deposits and investments in yourself. And if you notice, those are all internal it's not about the external and not about cars, clothes, money. It's not about that. It's about me pouring into myself. Andre mentioned this early, earlier about being out in nature. That's free. Get out there. There's a prop, those properties, that, that energy, that vibe. You can't get that anywhere else. Get out in nature. That uplifts my spirit. So it's finding a strategic way. And I use those four prong approach to do it. But you have to figure out what works best for you. Music uplifts my spirit. It may be food for you. You got to figure out what works best for you. You know what's interesting, man? I like you, my brother. You. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't usually give this nugget away because you actually pay for this information in my coaching program. But I have something very similar. And it came from a gentleman that I've, that's a friend of mine. But we call it spices. Mm. Spices. You got to feed your spices every single day. What are your spices? Your spiritual self your personal self, your intellectual self, your uh, creative self, and then the E would be your emotional self, and then your social self. I love it. I love it. I didn't even realize it, but I was actually feeding every single aspect of myself every single day and didn't even realize it until the friend that I'm telling you about broke it down in the class and he, he, he broke it down into what he called spices. 
And I adapted. I asked them first and I adapted that and I added that to my coaching program. And if you're feeding your spices every single day, you'll never be empty. Feed your spices and E-S-T-M. So you got two for one. Y'all better, y'all better eat this up. Like um, y'all get the free. Y'all better eat this thing up. Yeah. 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 Usually pay for that one because that, that's part of my coaching program. Right. Wow. Um, this is all good stuff. Um, I don't want to overdo this conversation. Are there any last thoughts regarding burnout? This this has gone by so fast, but it was so good. It was such good information. And I think it was just the right the right um, ingredients or what, whatever. I don't know how to describe it, but the, the conversation was just right. Are there any last thoughts that you have on burnout? Yes, for black men, challenge yourself to become comfortable being uncomfortable. That's how we can overcome burnout. We have to be willing to do things that we've never done before. If it's the job that you burn out, I'm, I'm, I won't tell anybody to quit their job, but create an exit strategy. How can I leave this? Um, me and Andre, we're entrepreneurs. I mean, it took a lot for us to get here, but we had to do the work. Nobody did it for us. So how can I help myself in this? When it comes to relationship, there are several of us in unhealthy relationships. It takes away from us and we're burned out. And also when I'm hurting for myself, try therapy. Go to therapy. If you've never experienced it before, go. That's something uncomfortable. So if I'm doing something new, different and uncomfortable every day, there's no way I can be the same. Mm-hmm. I would say keep in mind that, number one, you are worth it. You are worth it and you are worthy. Mm-hmm. And everything that you want is on the other side of your comfort zone, as Dr. Branch just said. Every Thanks. single thing you want, you will never get everything you want being inside of your comfort zone. And you want to make sure that you understand that in this life to really succeed, you cannot do things alone. Mm, absolutely. Community has the word unity in it. You have to make sure that you have other individuals from different areas of your life that you can learn from, that you can go from. I like what Dr. Robert Kiyosaki says. He says that everyone is a mentor. You can learn from one person what to do and from another person what not to do. Mm-hmm. So go through life being humble enough that you can learn from anyone and anything. Absolutely. You're not alone. Amen. Well, gentlemen, that is our time. Um, but before we go, tell our listeners how they can connect with you. So you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Jason Branch, uh, my website, www.drjbranch.com. I am providing uh, counseling services. I have a group practice of seeing clients in Alabama, Georgia, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. So if you're in any of those states, you can get services. So thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, and Andre, we're going to connect. Like y'all, Did y'all see this natural brotherhood that just happened? Two Absolutely. black men just connected. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I'm, I'm real easy to find. Andre, notice I am the only one in the world. You can just Google. I am Googleable. <laughs> you, you can Google Andre, notice. You can follow me. Uh, you can also go to andrenotice.com. And there I am. I'm easy to find. Thank you so much, gentlemen. That is the purpose. Um, natural brotherhood, as when we had these conversations, that is what um, we're, we, we need to see, we want to see more of. So thank you. Um, thank you for allowing I Change the Narrative to showcase 
your stories, your experiences, your expertise, and for doing your part in changing the narrative. And lastly, for keeping your commitment by being a part of the show. That means a lot. If you've enjoyed the show, please let us know. We would love to shout you out and post your comments. If you or someone you know is changing the narrative, please contact us at ichangethenarrative at gmail.com. We would love to share your story. For I Change the Narrative merchandise, visit ichangethenarrative.org. Thank you to our sponsors, So Organic, So Suave. You can follow Sauce on Instagram for the latest in product news and updates at sossd.co. Meet us here next Saturday where, you'll, where we'll have more great show, more great conversations at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you all again for listening to the show and we will see you next week. Thank you.